Welcome to Melon Buffet, where we discuss all things Taskmaster. I'm Tara. I'm Charlie. I'm already laughing. <laughs> and we're laughing our asses off because this is uh, the third take because I keep screwing up. But anyway, we're doing episode five, Stay Humble. Before we get into that, what do you got going on, Missy? I'm just amazed that we've made it to five episodes without giving up. <laughs> I know this is the most I've stuck with anything in a long time. I'm flaky as hell and lazy as hell. So, um, yeah. Well, um, at the minute, I just I've just had my dinner, so I need a nap. Um, <laughs> the sun's come out. It's been raining all weekend, and it's Sunday night now here. And uh, the sun's decided to come out, which is just both a surprise and annoying. <laughs> um, what have I got? I've not, I've not really got much going on now. Let me think. Uh, I was at a conference for work last week, and they had uh, red hot chili papers in to do oh, yeah. some entertainment for us in a small room. So just about recovered my hearing <laughs> from that. Um, yeah, that's that's got to be pretty intense in a small room because yeah, I have seen them live, and yeah, even in a concert hall, it's a lot. Yeah, like three pipers, two drummers, guitarists, and whatever else was there, I don't know. I'm only fucking five foot two, so I couldn't see over the top of all the big men in the room, so. Um, but I could hear them, I could definitely hear them. They were definitely there. <laughs> that was good, but it was, like, like I was just saying that to you before, it was two very long days, so I've not quite recovered from it yet. And plus, I spent a whole day on Saturday getting tattooed, which was quite tiring as well. What about you? What have you been doing? Uh, well, I'm fucking exhausted because we went to New York for the day, New York City. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we went for the whole day. And so, so, you know, ton of walking, which I never do because I'm lazy. <laughs> um, you know, uptown, downtown, we saw the dorms where my daughter will be staying at school next year. And nice. then we took in a Broadway show and we went to this restaurant that she likes to go to where the, all the waiters sang. Cause you know, she's okay. all big into musical theater. So that you just sit like there trying to enjoy your fucking nightmare. food and they're singing. <laughs> But she like loves that. it. She fucking I, loves it. I don't even like it when they come over and say, was your food already? Like, Fuck off, man. I'll tell you if it's not. And it's so funny because it's expensive. I mean, because it's New York, so it's expensive anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, you know, so I'm paying a fortune and I can't even just sit. You can't have a conversation because it's so loud. I mean, the people are talented. Like some of the people that sing at this place are Broadway performers. Like they've been on Broadway and they work there in between shows and stuff like that. So they're ridiculously talented people. Mm -hmm. So I have no issue there. It's not like we've got a bunch of shitty, half-assed, no talents. But I just want to sit, enjoy my food, maybe have a little conversation with the people I'm with. <laughs> and you can't because there's lights going. At one point, there was confetti coming down from the upper level and I had to cover my beverage. It no, was just a whole like, fucking thing. Why would you do that? Like, what if they had soup, it'd be full of shit. Like, that's just, that's bad planning. We caught it at a good time, but there's usually a line like around the block to get wow. into this place too. And I'm like, I am not lining up for fucking two hours to wait for food. That sort of shit would never work in this country, I don't think, because people would be like, what the fuck? Are you putting stuff in my food and why are you talking to me when I'm trying to eat? I guess that's the difference. I guess that's the difference. It's very Broadway. And so then, yeah, that we took in a show. Um, it was a show we had seen before, but not on Broadway. We had seen a touring production of it. It was called mm -hmm. Be More Chill, and it's this really weird sci-fi. It's got kind of like cult status with all these teenagers, okay. maniacs. And then my daughter always has to do the stage door afterwards because she loves to get pictures with the performers and autographs. And 
I don't know. When she's living in New York, she's just going to be trying to get rush tickets and, and discount tickets all the time, going to every show with all of her extra pocket money, which will be next to nothing because we're broke. But um, <laughs> she's got visions of seeing a lot more shows than I think re- reality is going to allow. But She can like, go to the stage fu- door. That's free. So It's fucking expensive. God damn. <laughs> It's insane. But yeah, so that was my day. So I didn't get home because it was a two hour drive from Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get home until like 2 a.m. And I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> just driving. I'm just, those days are long behind me. So I cry. I didn't get to bed until like almost three. Oh, so there you go. There's that joyful peek into my life. Yeah, well, that sounds all right, though. Like, you know, I didn't really go any further than Edinburgh this weekend. So yeah, it was a oh. good time. Yeah, what else we did is my fella went out and bought a VR headset. So instead of going out and seeing the world now, we're just putting a headset on and pretending that we're rescuing little tiny robots and things like that. So <laughs> that's been fun. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. And the dogs, like, it's a PlayStation one. Have you seen the Move controllers? They've got, like, balls on yeah, the end that yeah, light yeah. up. Well, I've got two dogs, right? You know, you know I've got two dogs. They think that it's for them to eat. So of you're course. there with a with a VR headset on, you can't see what's going on around you or anything, and the <laughs> dogs are trying up. to bite the thing. Yeah, so that's been quite funny because I was sitting watching that happen and thinking it was a great laugh, but um, he wasn't too impressed. Yeah, my dog <laughs> goes nuts. He doesn't try to eat the controllers, but he goes nuts when the kids are because we have the Wii. Yeah, and you know they're playing tennis or bowling or whatever, and he's just mm-hmm. barking and going nuts and trying to like bite the children for jumping around the living room. <laughs> okay, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't like a lot of action going on. He likes a very calm atmosphere. He just likes it to be chill. Yeah, be more, be more chill. Be more chill. Exactly. He's over oh. sleeping to my left by the door. So, no, my two are not in here because if they were, you wouldn't be able to hear anything other than them. Well, if I if I didn't allow him in the room, he'd be at the door barking incessantly to come in because he doesn't <laughs> like to be away from me. Oh, so we would never get this done. So he always has to be in the room when I'm recording. <laughs> So, all right. So there we go. I think we've got enough of a peek into our sad little lives. Yeah. Let's get on with it. Okay, do So we'll get right into the prize so task. Alex's game. Wanna guess uh, well, that's pocket. right. That's right. Pocket. <laughs> I did write what's in my pocket on this page, too, and I didn't and even... You don't even know. Another no, pocket. and I wrote it down, and I don't know why. I was just like, eh, yeah, there's a pocket and a pocket and a pocket. Right, so. I think it's sweet that, you know, they're communicating on a different level now that Greg knew that there was another little pocket inside his pocket. <laughs> The, he he threw him for a loop with the locket though. Mixed yeah, well, it up he, a little. He did say it would be a play on the word pocket, so it was. I thought it was gonna be a pocket watch. Yeah. He just looks so pissed off. <laughs> He's like, come on, just get on with it. <laughs> Why are you wasting my time? And Alex is like <laughs> an excited little child. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't be? It's a great little job he's got, so Okay, on you go. Prize yeah. task then. The best face. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought this was a good one. Yeah, it was good. Lou Right goes right in the face of the child that she and Greg would have had. Yeah. Uh this this was just this thing looked like one of those creepy like collector dolls that old ladies have. Its face was fifty percent forehead. Like, and it had like dark that hair. hair. Where did they get that from? Because neither of them have got that. Like, I mean, I don't know what app she used to make that, but she needs to get her money back. It was awful. It was yeah. awful. It just looked like some some weird doll like some of these sad women yeah. these old ladies like collect and have rooms full of them and creepy like, stuff 
it's like come to life and murder you horror Um. films yeah yeah it wasn't nice yeah that that was the start of a horror film that is the perfect description for that (laughs) child it was a good try though um you know yeah for the task it was absolutely um a good effort it was just the result Oof. I, I did like you know greg was a little flirty in the beginning though when yeah. she's you know <laughs> he's like oh maybe although is that all it takes five points <laughs> uh, evidently for lou yes for, yeah for others no points um paul paul brought in a giant replication of his own face when he was overweight yeah uh, and then backed that up by <laughs> snitching on greg's mom for saying that he needs to lose weight <laughs> which uh, uh yeah <laughs> yeah that was a good one though yeah no need big. mom <laughs> and um well sean right away i recognized and as greg said it was immediately going to divide the audience mm-hmm. by people of a certain age because it was the face uh, dirk benedict templeton face man peck from the 1980s whoa. action classic the A team. You're such a fan, right? <laughs> I, I mean, this was my childhood because I well, am a child yeah. of the late seventies, early eighties, and, mm. and I remember so, watching yeah. it. I, re- I used to watch it at my grand's, like on a Saturday afternoon, I think, when I was left there. But it's still on TV here now, so like you know. Sure. He asked who in the audience did not know who it was, and even Ian and Joe was like, "I yeah, no." I was like, "Come on." I mean, they didn't even recognize him. He was also, you know, he's been in so many other shows. He's got a pretty good career. And uh, I don't know if a lot of it, um, he may not be as well known for other things in the UK. Yeah, he's definitely the face. He's just the face. To me, anyway. I've not seen him. I don't remember seeing him anything else. Um, He was the original Battlestar Galactica. So much that like fun. from the seventies. Oh, I'm. Mean, this is not the new one. This is the old one from. Yeah, like I said. I mean, my brother. Don't watch like, of them. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. So to me, it was instantly recognizable. Piece of my childhood. And, yeah. Um, so of course, I'm sure that made Greg immensely angry. All the people in the room <laughs> just basically showing their age. Yeah, definitely. Fuck you, young people. <laughs> but it was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Best face. The face. What's better than that? It was a good one. But then you had Ian. With his fantastic onesie uh, and the <laughs> poor placement of the zip, though, like uh, well, yeah, put that image in everyone's head. Thanks for that. Uh, followed up by his wonderful Greggings and his Greg T-shirt <laughs> that he was wearing. Um, waiting for these to come up on the Taskmaster website for buying. I think <laughs> that a lot of people would be into that. <laughs> yeah, but those the the Greggings, the leggings were far <laughs> too thin, which is why he had to put shorts yeah. on over them. Uh, that was not made for TV, folks. <laughs> it's, it's you know, I think it's just great that that's the 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 point that Greg gets to immediately. <laughs> that material's <laughs> a bit thin, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and Joe with that Ugh. sad little blobfish. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a that's a that's an ugly fish, isn't it? I mean, there's some ugly fish, but that's that's fucking ugly fish. Yeah, I mean, it just looks like something melted. Mm-hmm. Blobfish is the perfect name. I mean, you can't... I, I don't even know what else they would call it, but sure, it has a scientific name. But <laughs> it just looked like something melted and was just left out in the sun. It looks like someone made a cake of a fish and then it melted in the sun and it was dropped from, like, four stories up. <laughs> a great height. Yes. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was an interesting face. But like Greg said, the best face? Best face. Obviously not, because yeah. Joe got one point. 
confirmed. <laughs> yeah. And Lou got two for mm-hmm. her Abomination. creepy combo child, three for Sean with the face, four for Paul and Ian, you know, Greg's ego. Yep. Can't argue with that. Yep. Five That's points. Best, best, best face. Best face. Tad muscle. Definitely. <laughs> um, so task one was in a lab task. Mm-hmm. Um, divert the sand from bucket A into bucket B. You may not touch the sand. You may not move the buckets. You may not leave the room. Fiendish one, this one, I think. Time stops when the sand stops. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I did... I paused it so i could see exactly what was on the table <laughs> and they had a pair of flip-flops yep for walking two, on the it looked like mangoes again yeah. mm-hmm. two spoons a small one and a large one okay toilet roll five egg cups was a it colander. a whole toilet roll or was it just it, 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 yes let's not get into that that was last week We're, we've moved on there were five egg cups a colander a broom uh look like a just a board like a two by four and a lacrosse stick i think mm-hmm. i'm not sporty i don't know i think that's what it was yeah and then obviously the bucket of sand was hung and the empty bucket now my first observation was they were tethered to the tape that was keeping the bucket sealed yeah nowhere in the task did it say that they could not take their hand out of that yeah <laughs> but none of them None no, of them panicked. even thought. <laughs> yeah. Nobody thought like, well, let me gently slip my wrist out of this thing because it doesn't say I can't do that. Yeah. Um, but the task as well was on the table. So like the shorter people like Sean, she had to reach over to get well, the Well, yeah, she was screwed she from the beginning. Yeah. She said the show, it's very heightist. Yes. Yeah, I've, I've <laughs> got to relate like, with her. I mean, she's, she's a little yeah. bit smaller than me, but, you know. Yeah, and obviously Greg doesn't care because he is... Very tall. A giant, yes. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see if any tasks come up where, you know, smaller size might be a, a benefit, you know? Got to get in somewhere, crawl through some tiny little space. Who knows? Maybe. I don't think anyone did that well at this one. I mean, it, it's not immediately, apart from what you've just said about not keeping your hand in the little noose, there's not really a clear oh that's what they should have done kind of thing no well i mean joe had a good start because he was letting out a little bit at a time Mm -hmm. which would have taken long but at least it gave him control but then all of a sudden he was just like oh fuck it rips it off (laughs) but then also seemed genuinely surprised when he pulled the tape off that it was going to make the situation worse (laughs) like i don't i don't know why he was so surprised by that um I mean, Lou and Sean, they they still got scored, but I, they both touched the sand immediately before they'd even read the tasks. So, technically, they probably should have been out. Ooh, look at You can tell you've been a taskmaster before. <laughs> um, But besides having touched the sand, I mean, Sean, yeah, she had to scramble because she got yeah. screwed, but she still got 54% of the sand. Yeah, she still did all right, like. I think that's probably what I would have done. I would have just scooped it off the floor or something. Like the yeah, I mean, maybe. yeah, the egg cups or something were. I mean, the egg cups seem to work. Yeah, you probably could have used the paper that the task was written on an envelope to yeah. make like a. Yeah, just scoop like scoop a almost like a up. dustpan kind of thing, and yeah. Yes. With the broom, oh, broom, and that like yeah, use the task and use sweep it with the broom right on. Yeah, we just we sussed it out now. Like how many times? I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, and Joe got fifty six percent, so that yep. was good. Uh, Ian 
just well, he just fucked it. I mean, and, <laughs> and, and he yeah, hated well, himself immediately. He I mean, fucking hated you, himself. If you're gonna fuck it up, you fuck it up properly, and he did it on all three counts. So that's often yeah. for that. Well done, son. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he just just own it and and yeah, move on. Fuck it. Yeah, waste of everyone's time. He said as he's on his way out, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, Bless Lou and Paul. There's not really much to say. They. Just kind of went about it, but Paul only got twenty three percent. Lou got sixty eight percent of the sand. Mm-hmm. She was very calm and very collected, and just mm-hmm. calmly got the colander and put something in the bottom. And what did she use to start with? She's flip flops, and then then she got some Lou paper, didn't she? Yeah. And I think that was my initial instinct was to maybe even line the colander with some of the paper, mm-hmm. and then try and do that because I know we. <laughs> When we had our first Taskmaster party here, we did the move uh, water from one bucket to the other where you couldn't touch. That was one of the earlier. I mm-hmm. think that was from season one too, a series one. And um, I had a bunch of crap there to kind of distract the kids, but I didn't tell them that they had to use the tools that were left there. And mm-hmm. one of the things that was left there was a colander. And this one kid, Matt, sweet, sweet Matt tried very hard to use this fucking colander to move water from one bucket to another and we're all just like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and i have it all on video and it's glorious and i probably yeah. should upload it at some point but yeah so so the colander i was thinking i was like but she did good because all she had to do was cover the bottom and it was just enough to get enough because the sand would pile up a little bit yeah but that was my thought was to use the toilet paper and and line the colander but um, sixty-eight yeah. percent can't argue with that. She did well. Yeah. So then we went on to task two of this episode, which was the first one in the Taskmaster House. Uh, make the most realistic injury using food. You have five minutes to choose your ingredients and ten minutes to make your injury. If two or more people use tomato ketchup, they are disqualified. This one I liked to. It was quite quick. Yeah. It was a quick task, and they didn't really. They didn't tell us what. The ingredients everyone chose were. They just showed us the end product, which was pretty cool. I didn't expect to get so much narrative and, and yeah. filmmaking. <laughs> I mean, this was like this was like a, a mini film festival. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was great. Yeah. So Lou made uh well, she used Alex as her palette. Um and we got to see his lovely pink pants again, which she always <laughs> seems to be wearing. Look like she used yeah, jam, noodles. maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But it looked pretty gross. Noodles, yeah. Yeah, but then she like ruined it by telling everyone that you would end up with noodles on your leg, which is obviously why the dog bit him in the first place. <laughs> I uh, might have used rice instead of noodles because I uh, noticed the noodles right away. But mm-hmm. either way, you know, it worked. It was effective. Um, Joe mm-hmm. was that was creepy. It was very dark, but it was fucking awesome. Yeah, candle in the eye. You must have been inspired. You've still not seen it yet, have you? Have you seen Guest House Parody so yet? No, I haven't seen. The scene in that by the late great Rick Mail, who today it's his anniversary. Yes, yes. Five years born, bastard. Um, yeah, there's a scene in that where he gets a candle in his eye. So I think he must have got it from that. Must have got it from that. So it made me think of anyway. But you know, um, we've gone off topic now. That's all right. Talk show. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, no, I thought his was great. It looked nasty. Yeah, um, and you know, at first, like he used the cake, which tied it all in, but 
So he didn't even have to, you know, it was all falling on the cake and the candle sticking out and it, it did look like an awful injury. Oh, it would be. <laughs> I but would yeah. think so. I think yeah, he had the right idea with the narrative and stuff because, you know, Greg likes a bit of a backstory to why they do these crazy things sometimes. Um, yeah, which will, you know, with with Sean, her, her narrative was... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> but we're getting ahead of ourselves, so... <laughs> then Paul, his was the most um, simplistic approach, I guess. I'm not really sure what his injury is meant to be. Well, exactly. Is it an injury or is it an illness? Yeah, I think he just spewed up some tomato sauce. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, was it internal bleeding? Is that the injury? I don't know. Yeah. I Well, he only got one point, so I guess suppose, it doesn't matter if we... It could be almost any injury, because like, you, well, when you're dying and stuff, you tend to bleed out your mouth, don't you? But again, does what what what's an injury and what's an illness, you know? Yeah. I guess it's, you know, two sides of the same coin. <laughs> Either way, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> so then we had Ian... This was uh, he was very proud of this one, I think, but it was a little bit strange for me. His blood was very pink. Yeah, and yeah, it, it had beans like, in it. <laughs> yeah, I, I would look and I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> I mean, it was obviously supposed to be bone sticking out, but then I'm yeah. like, and that's why I'm like, are those beans and why is it pink? It looks like frosting. <laughs> I mean, I his, his acting was um, hilarious as well. Why have you done this to me? Why? And then, but like, I, I think he was lucky scene. to get four points. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think just because it was so like out there, yeah. like he would have took a while sewing his leg off of the bean can. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, you got to appreciate the story because yeah. he, he had to tie it in there because he was like, "Why? Why are there beans?" <laughs> I think he would have bled out before Alex had finished cutting his leg off of the bean can. And I don't think Alex yeah. knew what the narrative was either when they filmed it because he just looked really confused. <laughs> so why are my beans on his leg? I don't know. We were all confused. <laughs> yeah, very confused. But he explained it and then we understood. Ah, okay. But why is your blood pink? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and then we had Shans, who oh, was really good. Um, fucking great. It looked really horrible. And I was, you know, she made it out of a breakfast, which is nice, full English. Um, see, now, initially i didn't see the pen sticking out you know as they were coming <laughs> down so i just thought it was like cannibal ducky yeah you know like he'd been attacked by a, a, a passing ferocious kind of duck. <laughs> wild duck yeah well um, rubber ducky <laughs> <laughs> rubber ducky's revenge you know yeah 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 and then she then she told a bit of a story which was quite a tale yeah i thought it was good i liked it yeah and it was disgusting and it it did look like he'd been ripped apart, so. Mm -hmm. By a duck. <laughs> Five points well earned. Yeah, definitely. Everyone else got four points, uh, apart from Paul, uh, who just got one. Because that was... <laughs> Puked up his one point. Oh. <laughs> we moved on to task three, which was um, kind of a long-term team catch with a beach ball. Um, oh, so, this was great. Yeah, have a long-distance game of catch with this beach ball. Throws must go out. I didn't write everything down because it was a big long explanation. But basically, they had two months, and they had to go as far around the world or the country or whatever they cover as much distance as they could, throwing the ball in and out of shot each time. Um, Sean and Joe were the one team, and Paul, Ian, and Lou were on the other. Um, Sean was clearly filming at the time. <laughs> and I so did write to... down all the places that they supposedly went. Yep. Me too. Go on then, you do it. All right. So the team of three there, we got Chiswick, 
London, Brighton, New York, Liverpool, Soho, Edinburgh, Southend, Rutland, back to New York. Was that it? Well, because then he got cut off. The last one he got disqualified for back to New York because it didn't go out of frame. It didn't go out of frame, yeah. So 10,557 miles. Pretty fucking impressive, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And the other team. (laughs) Yeah. Wales, New Mm -hmm. York City, Johannesburg, Johannesburg. (laughs) Tokyo, back to Wales, Rome, Malaysia, Spain, New Zealand, but in reality. And space. And space. And space. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But really, it was like London, London, London. Yeah. Romesh in his bathrobe. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, Judge Romesh. So he, would he lie? Of course not. <laughs> Have you watched that? It's so funny. I've seen bits. I've seen clips of it, but I haven't yeah. watched. I've like, watched one or two. It's quite good. Jessica Nappett's on that as well. She so. is. Yep. Yep. And all in all, what did they figure out? It was like 466 miles. Or yeah. When, no, when was, they took out all the yeah. fake ones, it was 466 miles. But nice try. Nice try. But yeah. um, Paul went all in on this and got a yeah. bonus point for himself. And it's the second one he's had this series. Yeah. Little teacher's pet, eh? Little taskmaster's pet. 1,142 miles all on his little own. Mm-hmm. So Sounds that's good. pretty damn good. I thought that was a fun task. I yeah, it was. That. It was cool. It was pretty cool. So it was like two points to Joe and Sean and three points to the others with obviously Paul getting his extra, extra one for being such a sweetie. Such a sweet little traveller. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I gave him an extra point. He was yeah. just on tour. <laughs> he threw but, himself you know. into it, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Although it's, it's funny because when I saw them on the couple shots where the ball didn't go out of frame, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, why did you fucking crop the shot? You know, after the fact. Come on. It's just my, my nature. They're comedians, love, not um, technical people. I wouldn't know how to do that. Do you know how to do that? <laughs> I got I an app on my phone. I can, I can on, make a picture know, smaller. All I do is make, make fucking videos for the internet because <laughs> I have no life. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Moving on? Yeah, moving on to herding the ping pong balls into the pen. Into the you ping pong only, pen. Yeah, you may only touch the balls with the basketball, the string, or one little finger. They had 10 minutes to do it. and We're back in the trains. Yep. And they went, but oh my god, yeah, this was—I would have completely failed at this. Yeah, I would have. This just is awful. I and done. Just the thought of those balls rolling off the train platforms. <laughs> but Joe and Lou instantly had nearly identical thought processes. Yep. They first tried the balls of string. You know, they did that at least instead of standing around thinking. They're mm-hmm. like, "Well, let me move a few balls while I hatch a plan." Mm-hmm. And then they both came up with cutting open the basketball and that worked really well 51 percent. Yeah. i think that's probably the best approach you could have had well well yeah. it's the only approach well, you could have had to try and move a lot of them wouldn't it but yeah because there was no way you were going to successfully roll them along that platform no. um as paul <laughs> demonstrated Flat with on. his one uh, yeah. but he committed he was in, and he got it there all the way. He didn't lose it. He didn't lose the ball. Uh, there was a point near the end where I thought that was going to go off, and it was a little bit ne- uh, nerve-wracking for him. I felt sorry for him, but uh, yeah, he stuck with it, and he got one in there, so well done. I mean, as I said, I know full well I would not have done any better than the last three. 
But it was just painful to watch that whole sequence when they yeah. were showing their attempts. Paul puttering down with with the basketball and his one little ping pong ball. Ian running up and down with one or two at a time. <laughs> Ian did really well. Cause, I mean, he put some sweat into it, but it was just like, oh my god, like. Yeah. I mean, I would have dropped because I just can't run. <laughs> and Sean, I mean, bless her heart. She tried, but nothing, nothing <laughs> was working. No. But she got eight balls in, though. So she did all right. Yeah. She did better yeah. than um, poor old Paul there. Yeah. Ian got 27 balls in, which is pretty fucking impressive considering mm-hmm. how he was doing it. Exactly. Yeah. That's pretty good. And so we thought. Joe yeah. Lou would run away with it, 51, but then a twist. Greg's special ball, which was just, na- just nasty. Heard the special ball and have your total. Yeah. But luckily for Paul, it wasn't the one that he heard it because that would have been. Know. That was great. He's like, please don't tell me I heard it, that ball. <laughs> That's insane. Um, so, yeah, that dropped Joe and Lou just enough to give Ian the win. Yeah. They went down to 25.5% each. <laughs> And uh so yeah, he was he was very pleased with that. He was. But, I mean the look on their faces when he they were like, Oh my special ball, and they were like, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, because you wouldn't stop and have a look, would you? No, Just something I mean, like you that. inspect the balls, but now it's like it's now one of those things where going ahead and in future series, like now you know. Mm-hmm. There's all these little fucking things, but nobody thinks of it at the time. No, because you're panicking because it's time. Your time starts now. That's the key thing with it. Isn't it? Panic, 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 which is what I would do. <laughs> that was a good task, but I, I just absolutely would have fucking failed. I thought there was a few in this episode that were like quite not nasty, but difficult, like really yeah. difficult, really fiendish. It's probably the way to put them. Really good. So then we had the the live task, which was another crazy one. Recreate the scene in the box. You will parade past it once and must be touching the person in front of you. You will then have 200 seconds after the parade finishes to recreate the scene. And then they just went straight for it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It was mad. Yeah, it was a fucking train wreck. (laughs) I mean... It was, it was like an arts and crafts project, basically. Yeah. They had balloons, they had uh, construction paper, uh, they had like marker pens, and they yeah. had the green. So it was so the scene was basically a mini billiards table with a baguette. Yeah, it was like snooker, but with bread and fruit, fruit and shit, you know. Yeah. yeah. So Ian got a little bit angry, <laughs> <Shocker>. <laughs> sure. which is not like him at all. Um. Yeah, but it was difficult. It was a difficult one, I think, because they didn't have much time to look at the thing, and then they didn't have much time to recreate it either. So, I mean, when he said paraded past, like he really kept up a pace there. Yeah, he ran past it. He didn't parade. He didn't walk past it. He didn't even march past it. He fucking. It was like a. It was almost a jog. (laughs) Yeah, I've never seen a parade move that fast. (laughs) It was a good one though. Poor Sean with her little legs had trouble keeping up. At yep. the back of again, the line. Heightest again, again. We're going to have to make a petition. File of discrimination. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So they all made, they all made, they all made their pictures. Yeah. When you go. And they were all trash. Yeah. But I liked Greg's description of Lou's one. They said it looked like a poo under some traffic lights. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like. It's true. <laughs> and Sean's 
I don't know what she was. She was just she's trying to make the triangle a nice out of the balloon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they were like they had pens and stuff, didn't they? Because yeah. someone was drawing, they just draw it. Yeah. Well, was it was it Sean that didn't realize that the green space they were working on was meant yeah. to be like the base of the billiard table? Yeah, she put like a, a white bit of paper on top of it and, and drew it. <laughs> and then put a yeah. balloon on top of that. I think that would have been my impulse to just try and draw, like, roughly sketch it out or something. I can't fucking draw, but it's really circles and a triangle and a baguette. <laughs> yeah. So so again, Joe won that one mm-hmm. because of his pockets, basically. And because, you know, um, Alex is obviously into pockets this episode. So, he, <laughs> you know, he, he seemed to like that one. And Greg gave him the five points. Ian, for all his anger, got four. <laughs> And everyone else just got two. So I was three. Was it two? Was it two? Three? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't two know. or three, whatever. So they all got less than four. <laughs> but it was um. Someone will. Someone will tell us. Someone will tell us what the scores were. They will. Don't mind us. We're tired. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So the final tally for the episode, it was a close one. Mm. Anna twenty-one. Lou and Joe both had twenty. Sean with seventeen. And Paul with 14. Yeah, it, was, it was fairly high scoring compared to last week. I think um, yeah. Ian only got 10 points last week, didn't he? So where does that put us for the series? Because, of course, I didn't write that down. I've wrote it down. All right. So Lou's still winning. And up there with 95 points, stretching out our lead in front of Ian on 81. Sean on 80. Joe on 77. And Paul's bringing up the rear on 65. It's going to be, I mean, we're halfway through now. Yeah. So five episodes, we got five more to go. So unless there is a drastic change, Lou, you know, she if she keeps maintaining this lead, she doesn't even have to win the episode. She's just got to keep scoring decently mm-hmm. and they may not be able to catch up with her. Yep. But five episodes to go, anything can still happen. But she's got and a real, will. she's in a good position. She is. And I think she's got to, she's got Taskmaster on side now. Um, at this point, you know, yeah, got a little yeah bit they of have a, a they have a cute little thing going. Yeah, he's got a bit of a thing going on, and he's but you know what he's like. He's quite fickle. That can change. She's quite it's young, true. <laughs> and she she could just say you just say one thing, one thing. that turns him off, and like, all right, you're yeah. done this episode. <laughs> I'm over you. <laughs> Zero points for you. No stars for naughty boys. I watched that episode the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how funny it was. Well, they all are, but yeah, that's what I did on Friday night. <laughs> so, next. Right. Yeah, so we were doing our little weekly spotlight of the contestants. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did a little Googling on Sean Gibson. And so, our lovely little Welsh lass has a birthday coming up next month. And she'll be 43. And I guess everybody knows she's best known for her work with Peter Kay. Um, I've not seen much of it. Like, I haven't seen Car Share because I'm not particularly a Peter Kay fan. Yeah. He's quite popular over here, but I've not, I've not, I've not, I've not watched Car Share either. I'll hold my hands up. I haven't. I've seen her in oh. the um, uh, Death on the Tine thing that she did recently. And obviously, I've seen her in Phoenix Nights, which was a fucking amazing. Uh, sure. Yeah, but it's quite old. So, 
I really wasn't that familiar with her before Taskmaster. I've seen her in things because she's got a pretty good acting resume. Yeah. I mean, she's got credits. She's got a, about a 20-year career already mm-hmm. of acting credits. So she's got a lot. And she has done stand-up. She met Peter Kay evidently at um, Salford University where they both studied performing arts. Um, and they do a lot of writing together. And so she's won through her writing collaborations with him uh, the – 2016 BAFTA for Best Scripted Comedy, and they've won three national television awards for Best Comedy, all for Car Share. Yeah, it's a really popular Car Share. Like yeah. when I was reading about it earlier, I was thinking maybe I should watch it. <laughs> but I just like that. I mean, I don't not like Peter Kay, but I'm not a massive fan of him. So. Well, exactly. It's like I don't have anything against the guy because I don't really, he's just not, uh, yeah, it just really hasn't uh, kind of done it for me. But I, I may give it a watch because obviously there's something to it. Yeah, definitely. They did the um, last ever episode. I think they did of that recently. Was it was live? The whole thing was live, and like I was reading about how they do it before, and it's just a lot of improv. Yeah, it was yeah. like completely unscripted. The the yeah. thing I did see an article. I link it below if I can find it again about why they did that and everything. But that's, I mean, that's impressive because improv is definitely a skill that I don't have, as you can all tell by listening yeah. to this podcast. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> we don't have any of those skills. <laughs> We don't know what the fuck we're doing. I'm surprised anyone listens to this at all. <laughs> Thank you for listening, seriously, though. You angel. But yeah, I mean, she's just adorable. She seems she like is. the sweetest little thing. She's lovely. But evidently her, you know, her stand-up, she's uh, known for doing impressions, mm-hmm. celebrity impressions, and a, and a lot of uh, saucy sex jokes. Yeah, so. which would work, because it works for... You know, it works for Sarah Milliken because she's yeah. got that that sweet demeanor. Um, yeah, but everyone knows she's filthy now. Like, we all know that she's awesome. But yeah, I can see that working for Sean because you wouldn't expect it initially because she's so lovely and sweet and nice and, looking. Yeah, it looks like most recently she was on an episode last year of Inside Number Nine. Which, if you have not watched that show, where have you been? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what's wrong with you, but you should be watching it. And you should watch them definitely, definitely. Awesome. She did an episode of Death in Paradise, which is uh, I watch that here. I enjoy it. It's a crime drama. Uh, it's another thing I haven't watched to be honest. But yeah, no, she's she's got definitely got a lot of acting credits. Really good. Actually, when I was looking through her credits, I was realizing that I probably had seen quite a few of these things, but I just wasn't aware of her because they were one off. You know, she did single episodes of a lot of different shows. And I'm like, oh, I, I've watched that show. I've seen that show. So I've probably seen her before. Yeah. But she just didn't really pop up on my radar as to who she was until now. Well, she and- packed in um, acting for a while because like that, she was only getting little parts. Like She wasn't getting lots of recurring character roles so she got fed up with it and she was working in a call center when peter k contacted her about car share and said do you want to come do this yeah it's awesome yeah it's changed her life she's on taskmaster totally worth it because she got on taskmaster (laughs) (laughs) and now everyone knows who she is yeah well all the cool kids anyway people don't exactly fuck them you know what i mean because if you don't watch taskmaster well you're not listening to us if you don't watch that definitely not you know Whatever. You're not watching I don't know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> yeah. No, me neither. So a little bit of news this week. Um, our dear Alex Horn has been tapped to host for the second year in a row the Broadcast Digital Awards, 
which will take place in London on the 3rd of July. And they give out awards for the best digital content in the UK. Um, Digital Channel of the Year, Game Changer programs, VR experiences, specialist channels, short form dramas, documentaries, all sorts of things like that. And he hosted it last year. And I guess they loved him so much they asked him back again. Nice one. So I have no idea. I mean, it's digital awards, so maybe it just streams online. I don't know if it's on broadcast there, uh, but look out for it. It's yeah, July 3rd, did I just say? What am I doing? Yeah, yeah I think so. The 3rd yeah. of July, so keep an eye out for it. Yeah. Obviously, he's got a new, new episode of his The Horn podcast, though, I think, with his wife, and I think his kids might be in it as well, this one. Oh, right. uh, recorded at the bottom of his garden, I think. Nice. Yeah, awesome. Our own little Ian was on uh, with that twat waffle Pierce Morgan this week. <laughs> twat waffle. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Douche nozzle. Uh, you know, call him twat waffle. He's, he's mean twat? fucking asshole. Twat. T-W-A-T or T-W-O-T. What, what did you say there? <laughs> twat waffle. Is it just waffle. your accent? Is it your accent? It probably. Twat waffle. Oh, excuse me. Twat. Right? Twat. Is that, that what you mean? Yeah, no. Over here, we it's a twat. Yeah, because you're, you're like the people from the South here, and they, they say task instead of task. Well, I'm from New Jersey, and he's a <laughs> fucking twat, so. <laughs> he fucking is, though. <laughs> so, yeah, he had um, he had Ian on, and he started off just being a dick anyway, because he was talking about uh, Ian's girlfriend, Laura Whitmore, and he was kind of grilling him about, oh, you know, well, first of all, how have you managed to land her? And when are you going to make an honest woman out of her? And even Pierce co-host was like, what are you doing? Like, it's so personal and unnecessary. Yeah, leave him alone. He's just a kid. And then he starts going into, let me see, oh, Piers was getting pissed off because Ian was coming back at him saying, you know, Ian said, I couldn't agree with you more, Susanna. I think your little friend sat next to you should listen to you more because you speak a lot of sense, which of course pissed Piers off. And he demanded to know why anyone should bother tuning into Love Island to watch brain dead zombies. Such a dick. And so Ian responded that the show's an entertainment show, Piers, is about fun. It's about laughter and not taking yourself too seriously. I think you should tune into a couple episodes. It might help your general persona and the mood of the people around you. (laughs) So he was just being a general dick, as he is to everyone, and Ian just wasn't having it. Um, Good on you, Ian. He should be banned. I don't understand, like... Why is he still like? What, what did he do? Like, what? He just doesn't do anything. He's just a cunt. He's just a twat. Yeah. He's horrible to people on Twitter. He's horrible to people on telly. Like, he's just. Ugh. He should be a fucking yeah. politician or something. Like a Tory fucking politician. So he should be. People, I guess people fucking watch him because if they didn't watch him, he wouldn't have a fucking show. Yeah. So there's some dickheads out there tuning in to hear. The hot air coming out of his fucking mouth. <laughs> this is coming out of his mouth and out of his fucking arse. Well. Well, it probably make more sense. Debatable. <laughs> I think a lot of what he says comes out of his ass, so. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. Dickhead. Sorry. And on that note, <laughs> uh, if you'd like to tell us what you think of this episode. Or Piers Morgan. Or Piers Morgan. Um. <laughs> You can email us, melonbuffet at gmail.com, or you can find us on all the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Melon Buffet. We would love to hear from you, and we will be back uh, next week 
see you then. See you in another episode. See you then. Bye. Bye.